The Bible. It's the Word of God, sharper than any two-edged sword. This sacred book is living and active and contains all that's needed for life and godliness. Stay with American Family Radio for the next hour as we study God's Word and take your Bible questions. Welcome to Exploring the Word. And we come to you from Orlando, Florida, the location for the National Religious Broadcasters Meeting that is taking place. This is day one of the conference, day two of broadcasting from Orlando. This is Bert Harper along with Alex McFarlane, and it's our joy. We did not plan on wearing the shirts that we have on, but it sure has worked out. Now, Alex... When you saw my yellow shirt and I saw your red shirt, what did what was your comment? Uh, well, I said, okay, ketchup and mustard. Here we are, man. Red we can cover it. We are going to do that today. That's what it looks like. Yeah, but we are glad you're joining us, and we're here, and we have guests today that we're looking forward to, to talking with and sharing about the need of really getting the message of Jesus Christ to the people who really need it. Alex, uh, whether people know it, or not, they need to know about Jesus, don't they? They really do. They really do need to know about the Lord. And folks, as we asked you yesterday, be in prayer for the conference, that the Spirit of the Lord would just energize and empower everybody to work for the Great Commission. But you know what? Um, One of the things that's become an annual treat uh, when we come to NRB, and I guess this is three or four times now, we get to visit with somebody who just exudes joy in Jesus, and that's Barry McGuire. (laughs) And um, we've had you on several times, and every year I come to NRB, Mr. McGuire, I think, I hope I get to see him again. Oh, my. Oh, my. I do. (laughs) Oh, lay it on me. How have you been, brother? Oh, say it again. I want to hear that. (laughs) Well, you do. You just have always have a smile about you, and the love of the Lord just comes through you so strongly. Well, it, it is a, a, a mutual affair because we've been doing these for several years, and, and you guys just have such great hearts for the Lord and for the lost. And Amen. it's always a privilege to be with you and hear what you have to say. I know you're interviewing me, well, but I'm listening, I'm listening to what you're saying. Well, Barry, I, we get to hear you every day. On When I'm coming in to the office, I hear Barry McGuire. Really? Yes, I right? do. Wow. do. And it yeah. encourages wow. me, and I'm like Alex. I I can visualize that smile, man, but man. I was reading up on you. I, I think you got something to smile about. This was about a few years ago. You didn't know if you was going to be around for a I while. I was still smiling, you? though. Yeah, you're still smiling. My, my, my Amen. Po- my, my point was that I was smiling then just as much as I am now. Amen. Not just because, uh, you know, I have a little better days today, but we smile every day when we got the joy of the Lord. And, Amen. And um, that all comes. It's just amazing how, you know, the one thing that we don't want to do in Christian life, we don't want to share faith. Oh, I don't want to share faith. It's so hard. You know, we got all these excuses. We haven't been trained and don't know enough scripture. And you know, the, the most prolific um, faith sharers are new Christians. Yeah, that's amen. true. Very true. <laughs> they got a they got a case of the can't help it. <clears throat> they, Have they, you ever heard that? And that's how we all should be. Yeah, amen. amen. Because at that moment, God is their first love. Yeah. Yes. And if God is your, you're going to talk about whatever your first love is, folks. If you're not sharing your faith, God is no longer your first love. I'm not saying you're wow. not going to heaven. I'm just saying he's no longer your first love. We got a lot of other first loves around, and it could be good things, could be ministries. But we're often saying, God, uh, come and help me with my God. <laughs> you know? mm. And and he wants us to be honoring him all all the time. And when we do that, we keep our eyes on him. We share him. 
And when we share him, we are, you know, we're, we're living for his purpose. In Romans 8.28, the scripture that, that we've talked about before, but it's, it's one we all know, but mostly it shies away from sharing it because I don't know. I don't have, it's not working good for me. So I guess that doesn't work for me. No, no, no. God, who's, who never tells a lie, he's only truth, says, I will make everything in your life work together for good if you do two things. We don't ever hear that sermon, really. Amen. I don't know if I've ever heard it. If Preach you do it. two things, you, you, if you love me with your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and you, lo- and you live for my purpose. Have you ever heard a sermon? I, I, I've never even heard a sermon, but that, it's pretty important. He says, God, for now until you get to heaven, I'm going to make everything in your life work together for good. If you do two things, wouldn't you want to hear what those two things are? And most <laughs> people can't tell us. But the first one is to love him. The second is live for his purpose, his purpose to seek and save the lost. Amen. Amen. To move everybody every day closer to Jesus. And that's what our ministry is all about. And when we do that, he fills our life with joy. He does everything for us. If you think of all the great scriptures, uh, how do you have joy? Well, uh, John fifteen eleven says, when you bear fruit, my joy remain with you and your joy remain full. Um, I want you to answer my prayers. Well, James 1 says, I'll answer your prayers, but don't pray in, in, in wavering, right? If, right. You're, if you're wavering, most Christians are wavering right now. You can, folks, you can pray all day long, every day. If, you, if you're praying and fearing at the same time, God has no obligation to answer your prayers. They don't walk in the same booth. They don't walk in the same booth. If you have fear, you don't have faith. Without faith, you can't please God. You know, it just doesn't work that way. And without faith, you can't share your faith. So you see how all these things come together. He said, love your neighbor, love your... Uh, love, love me with all your heart, mind, soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. That'll complete the rest of the love. Well, if you love your neighbor as yourself, you're as concerned for their salvation as you are your own. And now you're living for everybody around you. You want, you want to, you want to, you're trying to get to their salvation. So you're doing everything you can. So you satisfy the rest of the law and not out of obligation, out of joy, because you're just doing everything you can to let them see. So what, what you wear, what you laugh at, what you look at, what you indulge in, all kinds of things, they won't keep you out of heaven. But if you're talking about getting people to Jesus, you want to be holy as he's holy. And when you do that, when you when you when they see this, that's actually something different in life. They want what you have, and that's when the fun begins. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Uh, well, Mr. McGuire, I've got to tell you, Barry, Barry, Barry. Come on, give me, give me uh, I want to talk about your book, Ignite Your Life. But I have to tell you uh, seriously, my little hometown of Greensboro, North Carolina. I bought my first bottle of McGuire's Car Wax oh, in 1985. I remember you telling me this. Yeah. This is, this is fantastic. Well, you know, and this is almost 40 years ago now. Exactly. Right? So i got to tell you, it's a thrill to see you. It really is. And, and your main priority is the Lord. I know that. But give us a little backstory about your, your business. Well, my grandfather started our business in 1901. He was making furniture polish, and, and he, was, he was possessed, really. He was just focused on creating a perfect finish on black lacquer furniture. As it happened, he was in, in, in Indiana, and over half of all the horses carriage manufacturers were in Indiana. And they started taking his polish and putting it on the black lacquer. All those cars were painted with black lacquer. Without his permission, it became a carriage polish. So then he came out to California in 1913 and uh, just selling body shops and car dealers and stuff, professionals. And um, as it happened, when the guys came back from World War II, they got their cars and they knew more about horsepower now and aerodynamics. They started making what we now call hot rods. 
and they had these great paint finishes, and they wanted they wanted to get the best thing to make their paint finish so good. Well, all the painters were using Meguiar's. So I found out by the time I get out of college in 1964 that everywhere I went, the best cars are all using our stuff. They're buying it from their painters. And so I went to the family. I said, you know what? We're already in the retail business. They said, no, we're not going to the retail. I have nothing to do with it. That Zippo discount business, they call it. I said, no, no, I'm not. I'm talking about a very select. I want to sell car guys, and they don't care what it costs. They'll follow directions. They want the same results as us. And with that, I talked them into it, not knowing anything about retail. And then God just brought me all. It's it's just a fabulous story how God just brought people up to people up to people into my life to help me understand it. But but now we're the number one selling car wax. And but it happened not because of that, and not because my business is my God. It's because in nineteen I launched in nineteen seventy three. At the same time, I launched into sharing my faith. Long story, but Karen and I started sharing our faith prolifically. And by nineteen seventy six, we thought God was leading us into full time quote unquote full time ministry. Yeah, yeah. And I prayed the most fervent prayer of my life. We've talked about this before about how God did if you want me to leave the business I will. And uh, I said, but you almost have to talk to me in an audible voice. And not 20 minutes later, this guy walks in my office. I'd never even talked to you before from my church. who was a missionary kid. And he's laying it on me and asking questions. I'm telling about people sharing my faith. He says, God's given you a wonderful ministry here, hasn't he? Yeah. And I said, what do you mean? He said, well, the people you're reaching, a pastor could ever reach. It's obvious that your business is your pulpit. Amen. And folks, everywhere you're at right now. I don't care if you're a stay-at-home mom. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care. I don't care what you're doing. That's your pulpit. And, and, and you'd rather surround. see a sermon than hear one any yeah, day. Absolutely. And work and working yeah, yeah. people, it, the brother. working Appreciate class, yeah. can demonstrate that. Oh yeah. And you I, I you mean, don't you don't need any profession. You don't need any organization. You don't need any study. Forget about it. He said, "They'll know you're my disciple by your love." And amen. when you love on people, really love, the Holy Spirit confirms it to them, and you'll be amazed how fast. Total strangers within three, four, or five minutes will tell you their deepest needs. They won't tell their closest friends. That's true. And then Luke twelve twelve says the Holy Spirit will give you the words to say. That means you don't have to, you don't have to do anything special. You don't have to conjure up. You can't. You have no idea that next person all of a sudden found out their son died, committed suicide last night, yeah. or they just found mm-hmm. out this morning that they got cancer. You don't have. Any, there's no way you script this. Amen. And when they give it to you, then God gives you the words, and you know God is speaking through you. And the intimacy you have with God when he speaks to you to another person, you're seeing that life change, changes your life. The Amen. book that I brought out is Ignites Your Life, and that's what it is. It ignites your life. Amen. And when you're living under, again, Romans eight twenty eight, all things work together for good to those who love me and live for my purpose. When you're living for his purpose, the fear is gone. It's obliterated. Amen. It's gone. We don't have to have fear. It's over. And now you're just having fun as God's directing your every step. I mean, it's a blast. It is. <laughs> two, of my, two of my best friends were saved hearing someone else witness to someone else. Hmm. But they heard it. Yeah. And God, oh, Holy yeah. Spirit, oh, that funny? brought it home yeah. to them yeah. where they received Christ as Savior while that guy over there in the next yeah. booth yeah. was sharing with the other guy. Yeah. Well, I call and that that's a, the power of the gospel, I, isn't it? It certainly is. And I call that a twofer. 
It happens on a regular basis. I'm actually sometimes talking more to the person behind me than the person that's in front but of God me. God knows who they are yes. and where they are. Because I they? know they're listening hard. And so yeah. I'm speaking to them more than I'm speaking to the person I sat in front of me oftentimes. Amen. <laughs> you know, on the back cover of the book, now, folks, this is the book Ignite Your Life by Barry McGuire, Defeat Fear with Effortless Faith. And it is. Experience joy every day, no matter what your day holds. Know without question mm. that God is answering your prayers. Move into an intimate relationship with God. Barry, where can people find this wonderful book? It's it's everywhere. Okay. If you go to Amazon.com, you can go to go to Barnes & Noble, you can go to Audible Books, a lot of people are getting it on, on the audio side, they like to listen to books. Anywhere you want to go, you can find this book. It's widely distributed now. Amen. And tracking very well, I must say. Wonderful. And people are coming back and giving us all kinds of reports, but the most consistent one is... It's not only changed my life, but I'm buying more books. I'm giving it to all my friends. <laughs> yes. And that's the kind of the best endorsement I guess I can, I can hear from people. You know, the, this joy that you have and this purpose, is this available to everybody? It is what we're supposed to be living by. If you're not doing this, folks, you have no idea what the Christian life is about. It, it is the Great Commission, right? It is. He didn't say go in the world and read your Bible. <laughs> he didn't say go in the world and, and pray, and he didn't say to go in the world and be a good person. Do you know most Christians, most evangelicals, call themselves evangelicals, uh, believe that being a good person is sharing their faith, and it's not. It's, it's sharing the love of God. With it people. is the love of God, and it <laughs> will help you. It will not constrain you. Exactly. Hey, we'll be back with more right after this break. Welcome back to Exploring the Word on American Family Radio. Welcome back to Exploring the Word. Alex and Bert are at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention, and as we always try to do, we're having a wonderful visit with our very special friend, Barry McGuire, of Ignite Your Life. And uh, Barry, God bless you. Thanks for being with us. I've got to digress for just a moment. Oh, okay. As, okay. as a lifelong right. car guy, and you were out there in the California car culture, um, but among the names, name some of the car icons that you knew. They were your personal friends. Well, uh, Isky, Iskandarian. Oh, Ed Iskandarian, the cam father. You know, he, I, boy, you know your guy's stuff. I was with him on Sunday. <laughs> really? He was at my daughter's car show on Sunday. Wow. Still serving the Lord. He's, he accepted the Lord before he went into the war back in World War II. Amen. And so, um, um, and George Barris. George, um, George, George The king Barris, of the customs. The king of customs, yeah. And, uh, he built the Munster Mobile. Yeah. And now, did did I hear you correctly? You led him to Christ. I, I did. You know, it took me fifty years. I kept, but he wasn't interested, and he he liked the ladies and whatever, and, and he was just he just had fun time. He his his wife was a Christian. She passed away, but when he got brain brain cancer, he got a brain tumor. Then it was time to talk serious. I said, "Okay, George, I need to talk to you." But I'd had decades before loving on him. He knew, Amen. and he wanted to know. Isn't that one of the keys to soul winning? I mean, we could say evangelism, soul winning, but um, you've got to um, earn the trust, and then when the moment comes, they will listen. Yeah, it's it's amazing. When I first started, of course, I thought I had to get them saved in one setting and get them on their knees, and I, I thought all that stuff. It's just so absurd. The scriptures are exactly the opposite: some water, some whatever. Yeah, okay, exactly. So, you know. Uh, I had a guy call me from um, Bill. Bill called me in the, from Chicago, and he says, "Hey, our friend Jack uh, in Oregon is in a hospice bed, and he just told his wife I need to talk to Barry McGuire, so you need to call him." 
I knew that what that was about. Yeah. So I called her. I said, what's going on? I'm in a hospice bed. Oh, my goodness, Jack. What would you, what can I do for you? I need to talk about God. You've been talking about God. I'm, I'm ready. So I led him to the Lord. About 12 minutes, I led him to the Lord. And I had him pray a second time to make sure he understood. And at the end, I said, you know, we're going to spend eternity together. He said, what? I said, we're going to spend, he hadn't even thought about it. It was just too far away from him, you know. Oh, my goodness, we are. I said, you're going to get there before me, but we're going to spend eternity. Said, oh, my. It took about 12 minutes. Um, actually, no. It took me, I figured out, about 50 yeah. years yeah. of wow. loving on him. Yeah. And he gave me no response. Yeah. And I oh. just kept loving on him and sharing the Lord. and just and, But never offending. I never offend anyone. I never get out of my comfort zone. Folks, you don't get out of your comfort zone. And you don't get them out of their comfort zone or it won't ever work. The moment you start saying something over and over again, it is a script. It is a sales pitch, and people pick up on that in a moment now. Maybe not a few years ago. Now it's, it's, it's definitely having, do, doing a relationship. When you build a relationship and they know they can trust you, they open yeah. up and they share with things that uh, even, even a complete stranger in moments in time. Mm-hmm. And then God gives you the words. I say it again. The God gives you the words. Luke twelve twelve. He gives you the words to say, and you realize God just is using you at that moment. Amen. And that's when you enter into just a, 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 a relationship with God that's not like any other thing. So <laughs> Isaiah 43 10 says, I appoint you as my witness so that you will believe. It's secularity to win the loss. He wants to win you folks. When he's talking to you right now, he wants to win your heart. He wants to have you. And the way you can really know him is just open up and allow him to start using you. If you if you if you read this book, Ignite America excuse me, Ignite Your Life, um, it'll give you all the whys and wherefores of how you can do it and do it so much Easier than you could ever yeah. dream. It's just fun. It becomes Part of a your way life. of life. So now it's just like breathing. I walk into a room and or wherever I'm at, and I, I just walk up to people, and, and things happen. <laughs> <laughs> he it's, brings them to you. It's just amazing. When you said 50 years, I just got to share this, and I think I've shared it before, but my wife's dad left them when they were when she was four years old, living his life, doing the well, things that well, you do yeah. without God, you yeah. know. And uh, anyway, his... <clears throat> To make a long story short, uh, he had an aunt, and uh, we found out that she had prayed for him for 50 Ooh, years. There you go. Her last prayer <laughs> that she prayed before she went to be with the Lord mm. was for my wife's dad to be saved. Wow. During that period wow. of time, we had a wow. crusade there in Tupelo, Mississippi, and people were praying and everything. And anyway, Jan's dad came to know Jesus Christ as Savior. And when you put it all together and you said it, some water, some plant, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I've heard that. What sermon did you hear that that got you ready? What testimony did you hear? And and really, it's this, this, and this laying the groundwork for that moment when the birth takes place. So can can you imagine you're in heaven and people come up to you and say, because of your influence... I accepted the yes. Lord. Uh, that's for eternity. Yes. Folks, that's for eternity. They're and they're watching, for right? I mean, it's it's unbelievable. You have no idea. And you need to start right now because we're running out of time. We don't have a, The darker it gets, the closer we are to seeing Jesus. So hey, we, you're we, right. We, we have the privilege of living in these last days and representing him. And we're just sitting there quiet and moping and being in fear and everything. God is invincible. God can do anything. And he'll make everything in your life work together for good if you do two things, folks. If you love it with your whole heart and you live for his purpose, not yours, 
Yeah. There's only one purpose, live for God's purpose, to seek and save the lost, to move everybody every day closer to Jesus. When you do that, you're in the sweet spot with God. i got to tell you, it'll ignite your life. <laughs> do, I've got to ask, do you, do you have a website? I do, a, a wonderful website. Uh, you can't sign in. There's no password. You can't give us money. It's your website. It's for you. <laughs> it's called Ignite America. Dot com igniteamerica.com will just light your fire. There is so much stuff on that website, and you'll see a whole lot of people who don't look like me having just as much fun as I am. You don't have to be me. And I was an introvert when I first started all this. I, I hid behind my wife. She was the extrovert. So it's, it's not about, it didn't say go into the world, all you have a certain personality. You know, that's, you can't opt out, folks. It's, it, we're, all, we're all included. And you can reach people I can't reach. Yeah. I mean, it's that's, amazing that's who he can use. Well, I, yeah. I mean, it he really chooses, is. He yeah. chooses to use us. Yeah, That's incredible. At this last moment in time, and we're sitting here quietly. Do you know that 80% of the unchurched are lost? They have scales of rights. They can't see. They see evil is good and good is evil. That's why they're doing all this crazy stuff. And we just get mad at them instead of realizing they're lost. Mm. I mean, and over 80% of them already have a Christian in their life that they trust. Think about that. Over 80% of the unchurched already have a Christian in their life that they trust. We could ignite America the revival in 30 days if we wanted to. Mm. They're not the that, problem. That's true. They're lost. We're the problem. We're sitting here. Nobody's sending us, right? We, right. So we need to start sending ourselves. Just take personal responsibility. Say, this, the Bible says go, and I'm going to go. And when you do it, you do it with love and fun and just and have a blast doing it. And, and every day becomes an adventure. Literally, I have no bad days. I have no bad days. When bad stuff happens, Karen, I just laugh and I'll say, well, I wonder how you get us out of this one, God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we ask you for nothing because he knows he can trust us. He knows our hearts. We're, just, we're there. Amen. And that's how he wants us all to live. He really does. You know, Barry, yeah. I was looking at 1 Corinthians 3, 6, and 7, and 8, and it says that, that one sows and one waters, yeah. but God gives the increase. He, God does it. Yeah, we don't do it. We and don't do it. Every day. I mean, maybe we see the harvest, and we see people accept Christ, and we've seen that, but if we water and the Spirit of the Lord yeah. makes that little seed of truth yeah. germ, I mean, that's worthwhile, isn't it? Every oh, man, it, it is just, it's just phenomenal that, that that is our privilege to be able to do that and water and not care about the results, just love on people. And when we finish up with, with people, you know what? We have these cards we give them that says you can get them from our website free of charge. Camera, I'm with you. And when you see somebody on the street and, and all of a sudden you have this opportunity to talk to them, and you walk away, you know, you never see them again. You can give them this card and say, would you like to know more about God? They'll always say yes. Yeah. You give them this card, it says Seeking God. It's seekinggod.org, okay? Mm-hmm. And that'll take them from no knowledge to the sinner's prayer. That's a huge website. Wow. And it's free. Amen. It's free. This, this is really great. There's a QR code on here, folks, yeah. if you get these. And igniteamerica.com and seekinggod.org. Dot com. Two different websites on one card. Right. So you have, and you, the other side, you give to your Christian friends, say you need to start sharing your faith. You want to know how much fun it is, go to igniteamerica.com. That'll get you turned on for sharing your faith. <laughs> and then the other side is when you're with somebody, it happens almost every day. And they'll take that card and say, you tell me that all what you're telling me, God loves me, it's all here in this card? I, I, had, a, I had a guy in the uh, in, in a parking lot the other day, just a few days ago. he just driven in from Alabama. He was pouring water into his radiator because his radiators. He just got there from Alabama. I had a great conversation with him and, and told him that God will direct his steps. Of you. And it's, he wanted to born free. I said, here you go. This way. He says, really? I said, yeah. Can I pray for you? 
He says, yes. Now, here's a guy. He's got dreadlocks. He's got, he's got tattoos. He's a, he's a hot day. You know, he, I said, can I pray for you? He said, yes. <laughs> I'm praying for him. And we finished. He's got tears in his eyes. You know, he's got tears in his eyes. And he said, thank you. And he hugs me so tightly. And I'm an old white guy, eight years old. I mean, why should he have any kind of – but it, it was just that moment. Amen. And I walked away and said, we both got blessed by that. He, he got believed blessed, he cared. And I got, well, he knew I cared. And, and listen, cared. that makes more difference than we could oh, ever believe. Oh, As you said it. Man. You said it earlier it's when just, we started it's, that. It's just so much fun. It, it it's is. It's so much fun. Yeah. Barry, I've yeah. got to ask you. Let's say somebody's driving in the car right now. They're in traffic, headed home or whatever, and they're – they're wondering in their heart, uh, could God love me again? How, wherever somebody is, how could they write this minute today, not later, but folks, you have this moment, how could they open their heart to Jesus? I, I would say clearly, you would expect me to say this, but clearly I'd say, God, I'm going to get my mind off my problems. I'm tired of being beaten up. Satan's beating me up and take it, robbing me of my joy. I have nothing, whether I'm a Christian or non-Christian. I want to turn that around, and I can turn that around. But I want to pledge my life to you, and I want to start from this day forward. I promise you, God, I'm going to start moving everybody every day closer to Jesus. The moment you start, even decide that you're going to do it, you step into this favor of God. I call it the fog, the favor of God. <laughs> where you follow the nudge. Amen. Okay, you follow the nudge, you live in the fog. You you know what the nudge is. The nudge is that you should talk to somebody or whatever. And we ignore the nudge all the time, you know. But when you follow the nudge, you enter into the fog. You enter into the favor of God. You enter into the promise of Romans 8.20 where he says, I will make everything in your life work together for good. Talk about joy. And it all starts by just saying, okay, God, I've been trying it my way. And and I just keep getting messed up. I'm praying for all these things. I'm making them my God. And I want to make you my God. I want to live for you. And when you do that, he opens the door, and then he blesses us. He took me from a tiny little business to the number one selling car wax. How did that happen? It wasn't because I was smart. He just kept blessing and blessing. He breaks your faith. If you're faithful in a few things, he'll make you, you know, rule over larger things. He keeps giving to you. And then you have more recent support ministries. It all goes. But, but at the very beginning, the, the very beginning is this great commission thing where go into the world and tell people about Jesus. When you resolve to do that every day, every moment of every day, I mean, it changes everything, folks. It will ignite your life. And all of a sudden, you see God solving all the problems around you. All of a sudden, they just start disappearing until you're back. And you're seeing God just uh, giving you a testimony that uh, is, is, you know, it's it's exciting. It's exciting. Barry, I want to say something. I'm glad you didn't answer that call to that ministry that you was Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, uh, I remember in my life, I I didn't know if it was going to pastor, be a missionary. I knew I wasn't going to do music. Now, that was out of the question. That wasn't even on the table. You know, some things are not on the table. But but what was God, God, I'm willing. I'm willing to be who? Where, anytime, any place, yeah. anything. Oh, see. And, and that's what I hear yeah. in see, you, well, Barry. if that guy hadn't been obedient, if he said, I have nothing to say this, but I'm going to be embarrassed, I'm not going to go. If he hadn't been obedient, I could have easily gone into ministry mm-hmm. and been a horrible pastor. I'm not a pastor. I'm a businessman. Yeah. And God corrected my step and made sure I stayed right there in my business to use me in my business. That was his plan for my life, you know. Mm. So that truck and driver so, that's listening to us right now, Oh he has his platform oh my for goodness. ministry. Yes. Oh that, my that mother that's taken her children home last last week of school, probably, <laughs> and they're in the back seat. 
she had, they have their ministry right there, don't they? Oh, man, I get to have a truck driver, Dan, if you're listening. And uh, he calls me every couple of weeks. He gives me his latest story about serving the Lord. But when I first found out, I was in a restaurant. I was in a Cracker Barrel. And asked the waitress anything we can pray for you about. And she broke into tears, started telling us about her best friend, whose daughter was just found unconscious, naked, in the back of a truck, abused. By the time he got to her, she died in about 20 minutes. And he was so full of rage and anger, not knowing what to do. And I gave him, I said, I tell you what, I don't ever give up my number, but here's my number if he wants to call me because I lost my daughter a few years ago. I thought okay. I remembered that. So I uh, talk about, I mean, I've been through stuff, right? Yeah. So he calls me the next day. He says, uh, Mr. McGuire, my name is Dan. You've been talking to my friend at, at Cracker Barrel. I said, oh, hi, Dan. He says, I want you to know first I'm a Christian. And my daughter who passed away, she's a Christian. She made mistakes, but she's a Christian. I said, oh, thank God. He said, but more than that, I'm a car guy. And I watched you for all the years you're doing your car guy stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I followed you on social media. I see all your ministry. And I even know your daughter died. I broke out laughing. I just broke out. I said, I'm sorry, Dan, but yeah, I don't need to say anything to you. God has just spoken to you. He's got this with you. Think of how Amen. he put you and me together. He says, can you believe what I th- what went through my mind when my friend gave me your number? She didn't even know who you are. And she's, he, there's a guy named Barry McGuire. I want you to call him. What are the odds? <laughs> I'm in Springfield, Missouri. He lives out in, in Mur- out, I don't know, somewhere up uh, outside of Kansas City, somewhere, you know, and I live out in Arizona, California. And God put us together like that, and now we're soulmates, and we encourage each other. I mean, mm. this stuff, it's just, we've even done a podcast with him since. He, he brought a load of t- cattle on our way, and so we did a podcast <laughs> with him. And even that waitress's life got changed from all yeah. that. All because I said to the waitress, anything we can pray for you about? Amen. Amen. You know, it's such an adventure. You know, we talk about the Great Commission. We might call it the Great Adventure. It is the adventure. I, I tell everybody every day is an adventure. I have no I have my day planned, but I also know it's an adventure. I have no idea what God has planned, and it's far better. Amen. Amen. That's the reason I love that song, Saddle Up Your Horses. It, great adventure. Yeah, Stephen great Curtis adventure. Chapman. I mean, I believe it, yeah, and it's been the so greatest true. adventure. You, those of you that are listening right now, in your life you think it's dull, it's boring, come to Christ. Mm. Listen, mm. he will give you the joy oh that, that Barry has talked about. He'll give you purpose that the Bible talks yeah. about, and you can live, and you can find it in the book, Ignite Your Life, and do that. Thank you, Barry. Thank you. You guys are awesome. God bless you. God bless you. We'll be back right after this. Stay tuned, folks. More on Exploring the Word after this brief break. I've seen shame, the kind that comes from mistakes, the kind that won't go away. When I turned around, they were right there to remind me. I've seen regret. Welcome back to Exploring the Word, folks. Welcome back. Alex and Bert here. As you know, we are at NRB and, as always, at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention. We meet a lot of very special people. Well, yesterday on the Hamilton Corner, uh, I had a guest from Lantern Rescue that is doing incredible work around the world. And we have two very special guests, two Christian friends from the Ukraine here, Uh, Pastor Alexander and uh, Alex from Ukraine, and Anna from the Ukraine, and we welcome you to Exploring the Word, and we're very privileged to have you on the program. Welcome. Thank you very much for the invitation. Well, Anna, we found out you guys have come to America just a few days ago. 
Yes, it's the second time for me and the first flight ever for my pastor. Okay, wow. this is your pastor in Ukraine. Yes. And okay. what church are you with in the Ukraine? Uh, the church in Vinitsa, it's the central part of Ukraine. The name is the Morning Star. The Morning Star. Wow. Praise Beautiful. God. Uh, well, welcome to you both. Uh, let me say on behalf of uh, millions of American Christians, we have been praying. We've been very uh, concerned for the war in the Ukraine. And um, you want to tell us about that? And what is the status of the, the war where you all live now? We are very thankful for every prayer. We're asking you to keep praying because we're still in the war. And we still need to talk about that a lot because um, about this awareness of society depends a lot of dynamic of the war in our country. And me personally, I am uh, IDP, like an internally displaced person. Uh, I moved from eastern part of uh, my country in 2014. I moved to the central part with all my family, my mother and two younger brothers. My dad stayed in 2014 for a couple years to defend our city and my home. It's still occupied, though, so I haven't been home for nine years already. And when I escaped, I waved to my grandmother, thinking that we are going for a couple of weeks just for vacation, while all that misunderstanding will finished. But unfortunately, we have the war for nine years already. Nine years. And that was the eastern part that's been occupied, you know, for nine years. And then the invasion took place for the rest of the part of Ukraine. Is yes. that right? Unfortunately, okay. we are living in 21st century, but Russia is a terrorist state which decided that they can invade the independent country, mm. took two regions and Crimea Island, and now they occupy it in further and further. Yeah. Mm. Well, your pastor does not speak English. Yes. Would you let him know right now that people here uh, on this radio program, Exploring the Word, are glad he's with us? На жаль, ваш пастор не говорить українською, тому дайте знати, що наші радіослухачі дуже вдячні за те, що він присутній на нашій країні. Thank you. Amen. I, I just wanted him to know we appreciate and the smile on your face when you said that. Those of you that are live streaming, you can't see the smile, and, but it is real. Thank you. Go ahead, Ми дуже вам за вашу посмішку. Yeah. Anna, uh, if you would have uh, your pastor tell us about what, what is ministry like how do you minister the gospel among your, um, your fellow citizens there in the midst of war? The difficulties and the tragedy of war opened heart of people. But unfortunately, we are living in an orthodoxal country, a very religious country, where we have a lot of priests which are not sharing gospel, but they are inviting people in traditions and religion, but they are not inviting them into life with Jesus. Mm. That's why it's so important for evangelical church to just open the hearts of people, but seed the gospel and make disciples. And in this moment, uh, always Orthodox churches makes us a, as a cult. Now we have opportunity to evacuate people from evangelical church. We are doing that, like our drivers doing that. Our chaplains is working with soldiers, and our churches open their buildings for shelters. That's how we are serving people with gospel, but also we are trying to explain them that you need to receive Jesus Christ into your life, not just to know about him. Mm. Well, is Pastor Alexander's family with him, or are they still in Ukraine? Yes, his family is with him in Ukraine. Mm. Okay. Well, and and this is your first visit to the... Uh, uh, to America. Yeah. 
Uh, how, Pastor, how could American Christians, what are some specific things we can be praying for you about? Як американці, про що ми можемо молитись? Ну, головне за перемогу, яку ми очікуємо, прийде від Господа. First of all, we ask you to pray about the victory for Ukraine because we know that God will give this victory to us. Молиться за те, щоб народ України, вони навернулися по-справжньому до Бога і відвернулися від тієї релігії, в якій наша країна And we ask you to, bra- to pray about real salvation for Ukrainian nation, to turn them out from religion to real God. Amen. Amen. When I hear that salvation from, from rather than religion, that's not just in Ukraine. That's here as well. It's a relationship, and we've been talking about this on this radio program. We talk about that relationship that a person needs to have with Christ. Uh, it's not just doing certain rituals. It's not going through certain routines. It is a relationship that is real. And I appreciate Anna, you and your pastor making that plain. That was refreshing. Alex. Amen. That's wonderful. Okay. And we would ask humbly that you would pray for America. We we are a backslidden nation, and we need a true move of the Holy Spirit in this nation. Ми тоже просимо вас молитися, щоб Дух Святий рухався в нашій нації. Амінь. Да, будемо. Amen. What Amen. is the do you know the percentage of evangelical Christians that are in Ukraine? We know there are a lot of religion and we know it we we've discovered as we have kept up with the war that religion is a vital part of Ukraine, but religion in that relationship with Christ is different. Do you know do you have the percentage of evangelical Christians that are in Ukraine? Can you explain what Percentage means. Percentage means out of Ukrainians, how many Probably once a year on Easter. Mm. Okay. Wow. wow. Is it the Orthodox Church or Catholic Church? Orthodox. It's Orthodox correct? or traditional church. Orthodox. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's what I was thinking. Uh, let, let me ask about the, the war right now. Um, and, and by the way, it's interesting. I've got a missionary friend that was in Petersburg, Russia for 20 years. Um, and I, I want to tell you what he told me a, a, a little while ago. This was just about six months before the war began, and he told me, he said, uh, Vladimir Putin is one of the most evil men in the world, and he's going to probably declare war on the Ukraine at some point. And then six months later, it happened. So what's the state of the, the battle right now? Як відбувається битва зараз? А насправді велика проблема сьогодні є між церквами України і Росії. Я говорю про євангельські церкви. We have a huge distance between evangelical churches in Russia and Ukraine. Okay. І ми знаємо, що перемога вона буде за нами, за нашим народом. And we are sure that God will bring the victory to Ukraine because we are not offending, we are defending. Defending. Um, we've seen in the news about a year ago they were saying some of the Russian soldiers were defecting 
and and aligning with the Ukrainian army and leaving the Russian army is is that really true? Це правда, що вона показує, що русські покидають свою армію і здаються українцям. Ми теж бачимо такі новини і ми бачимо, що це справді так і є, тому що так чи інакше ми все більше і більше просуваємося до наших кордонів. We think that they are like giving themselves to captivity to still be alive. And we also see this news that we have a huge success in this war as Ukrainians. Mm-hmm. Well, it has already taken longer than Putin thought it would. We know that. You know, that was obvious. But when we see the Christians that are suffering, uh, when, like Samaritan's Purse, have you heard of Samaritan's Purse? Yeah, sure. We, I know they're ministering there and others are ministering there. Uh, are the Christians being helped by them? Are they be, does that encourage Christians that are in Ukraine? Чи вдохає в Україну те, що приєднується багато міжнародних організацій для допомоги? Звичайно, без допомоги, яку ми маємо сьогодні від Америки і інших країн в зброї, ми не змогли б одолати цього ворога. For sure, we are very encouraged by support from international organizations and foreign countries because without that kind of equipment in humanitarian aid, we, we could never do that by our own forces. Але ми, як християни, ми розуміємо, що коня приготовляють на день битви, але перемога вона від Господа. And also I will translate this literally, but Bible is saying that we are preparing the horse, but God is, will bring the victory to us. Amen. Тому з самого початку війни, ну... Вся спільнота християнська в більшості вони під'єдналися до молитви за перемогу над цим ворогом. Those of you that are listening and you wonder, this is different from exploring the word. Alex, it is different, isn't it? These are two very beloved Christian friends from the Ukraine. Uh, Alexander, uh, which uh, that's like my name, Alexander, and Anna, and they are here um, as guests of Lantern Rescue, which is a ministry we believe in, and we've had Lantern Rescue on before. Uh, Anna, I've got to ask you this. If the Ukrainian people could issue a message to American politicians, our president, our Congress, the, the leaders of America, what do the Ukrainian people want the American leaders to know? We want you to know that our country is not protecting even our land. We're not protecting our government. We're protecting our families, the freedom of beliefs and faith. And we ask you to understand that our government, even if you think that it's corrupt, if we're still fighting for our freedom of faith. Because Ukraine today is a breakthrough country in Europe. All the churches in Europe almost dead. And our churches, we are doing a lot in sharing gospel. You can go in the street and just name the Jesus name and said, like, he wants to save you. And we are fighting for that. If Russia will be our government and they will take our territory, we will lose that. And they will go further. They will go to Poland and other countries. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's been proven. I want to know this. Uh, this is just Jesus. When you say Jesus, what is Jesus? How do you say Jesus in Ukrainian language? Isus. 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 Amen. Isus. What a name. Amen. Yeah. What a name. Isus. And he is Isus. the same in Ukraine. And for the Christians that are in Russia, many of them are, we've heard it, and they stand, you know, with the Christians that are in 
the Ukraine. As brothers and sisters in Christ, we are to stand together Amen. in Christ. That's the reason we wanted you on this program. Even though pastor could not speak English, listen, your face, for those that are live streaming, if they could just see this face that is filled with joy. And I want to ask a favor. Uh, if you would, in your Ukrainian language, would you pray? Uh, pray for Ukraine. Pray for America. Pray for the Spirit of the Lord to move in this world. W- would you lead us in prayer? Боже, я дякую за цей час, коли ми могли з'єднатися в цій спільноті і мати цю бесіду. І я бачу, що наші серця вони з'єднані, і ти з'єднав нас. Тому я дякую за те, що Америка, вона ще більше познає твою істину, і Євангелія твоє буде дієве в цій країні. Дякую за церкви, дякую за владу, дякую за кожного, хто сьогодні долучається задля перемоги для України. Амінь. Амінь. Think about this. In heaven, when we're all together, and if all the tongues, you remember what it says? Every tongue, every nation, yes. every people group, we're going to be there glorifying the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. You've helped us to do that today on Exploring the Word, haven't you, Alex? Amen. You know, one of my favorite verses in the book of Revelation, Revelation chapter 11, it says, the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdom of our God and of his Christ, and he will reign forever and ever. That's a great day, isn't it? Amen. Amen. Real quickly, I want to know about your families, if you, if you can. Your family, Anna, and Alexander's family, tell us a little bit of how many and who they are. Okay, мені 58 років. У мене дружина, двоє дітей і двоє внуків. I'm uh, 58 years old. I have a beautiful wife, two kids and two grandkids. Вся моя сім'я, вони служать Господу. All my family is serving God. Внуки ще трошки маленькі, але вони дуже люблять бути в зібранні. They young, they like one years old and five years old, but they like to be inside of the church. Під час прославлення Господа вони вдвох маленькі, але стоять попереду. And they like dancing in front of the stage while we are worshiping God. Amen. 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 How about your family, Anna? I know you referred to them. Would you tell us a little I'm bit about I'm 27 years old. I have two younger brothers. Uh, one of them, he is a businessman. He's a dog trainer. I also have a sister-in-law. He's a wife. And also have a young brother. Uh, I also have father and mom. Amen. Well, we're praying for them. We're praying for your family. Yes. Thank you for being with us. Thank you so much for being with us on Exploring the Word. I want to say thanks to Lantern Rescue also for bringing you all. Uh, our prayers are with you, and may God help the United States of America to stand with the Ukrainian people. Folks, this is Exploring the Word. You're listening to the American Family Radio Network coming to you from the National Religious Broadcasters Convention. Tell somebody about Exploring the Word, but most of all, tell everybody about Jesus.
The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.